You're listening to all these entrepreneur stories on In Good Code Detroit podcast. Now it's time to tell your own story. Submissions are open for our next startup story night at the legendary Cliff Bells in downtown Detroit on March 19th at 6 p.m. The theme for the night is In Good Company. Stories are the people, places, and things that help put or kept you on the path to entrepreneurship. No one is totally self-made. We all need some help. So why not give it up to the players that help you on your journey? Submit to tell your story at susendetroit.com. That's Startup Story Night, susendetroit.com. And submit your story by end of day, Friday, February 7th. And don't worry. I'm here to help you get your story prepared for the stage. I won't leave you hanging. All right. Enjoy the show. Look at the ground, the dirt you're standing on. Wait, you may be indoors. Well, look right outside the window. Notice the earth is what I'm saying. I know there might be snow on the ground or cement, but underneath that is earth. You get it. From that earth comes produce and an abundance of provision. More than likely, some of the food you're going to eat today for lunch comes from it. Hopefully. If not, you need to eat more fruits and vegetables. I'm just putting that out there, you know. If you're listening to this within the boundaries of Michigan, you're looking at dirt that provides strawberries, apples, blueberries, sweet potatoes, broccoli, asparagus, and of course, marijuana. (laughs) Michigan is one of the most varied crops in the entire United States because of our four seasons. And in this episode, we talk to the owners of a company that provide all that goodness year-round. Well, the fruits and vegetables, at least. Sounds delicious, right? Well, enjoy your lunch while you listen. Welcome to In Good Company. Honest stories of the fruitful journey to becoming an entrepreneur in Detroit and Southeast Michigan. Because hearing someone else's story tells us that we're not all alone in this. We're in good company. I'm Shannon Casey. At Eastern Market, there's a huge freezer in a building with a big strawberry painted on it. The company is called Michigan Farm to Freezer. The mission is in the name. This company procures produce from Michigan's farms, brings them to Eastern Market, to the big freezer, to freeze them. It's that simple. The entrepreneurs of this simple brilliance are, well, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. I am Mark Coe. I'm Brandon Sang with Michigan Farm to Freezer. I talked to both about the origins of the company and their interest in food. But first, I wanted to know a little bit more about farming in Michigan in general. Is it booming? Is it suffering? Is it, um, is it? it it's going pretty well. Okay. Uh, it's challenged like everything with the weather, with labor, with workers to do the job, with uh, young farmers coming in and taking over the reins of the older farmers, with, uh, with large farms swallowing up small farms. But there's more and more, as you've seen, even around the Detroit area, we're so excited. Brandon and Mark are from Manistee County. 
Now, I'm a Detroit guy from the west side, southwest side, and E-Course, so I asked him to help me out a little bit. Well, we're 16 miles from McDonald's, and we're 50 miles to Home Depot or Walmart in three directions. It's still going through a little bit of a renaissance of, of its own. Agriculture is becoming increasingly important as a cornerstone of that community's you know, economy. Well, how far is uh, Manistee from Traverse City? It's about an hour south. About an hour south yep. of it? Okay. Yep, on the lake. 50 yeah. miles. Yeah. Just yeah. north of Ludington. And I grew up very close to Manistee, but I was in a rural community of about eight houses. And uh, my dad had a country store, which it's six miles to each country store around there. And up around those parts, farming is a way of life for many. I don't know, because I'm not a farmer, but I would suspect that farmers tend to stay farmers. It's pretty incredible because there's a core of determined people, and, and I call farming a disease. I was able to walk away from the farm after doing it for 10 years that, that I didn't have the disease, but a person that grows up farming, that that's their livelihood, they're daylight to dark. That's what they do their whole season. They're, they're, they're battling Mother Nature. Uh, they're battling pests. They're battling disease. They're bat battling, um, you know, cold, hot. And, and they just love it. They're out there doing it every day for us. They're providing food for the masses to eat. Remember that Michigan dirt we talked about? It really is unique in the farming industry. Michigan has a big voice in agriculture. It's uh, second in the nation for the diverse, the amount of diversity in crops that we raise from fruit to vegetables. So that's a pretty amazing statistic when you think about it, you know, this state. And our growing regions are different from southern Michigan to middle Michigan to northern Michigan. You have a different harvest time for a strawberry in the south that you have in the north. You know, it could be as many as three weeks apart. So those crops are ripening from one end of the state to the other. So it allows us the opportunity to, to move those products in the summertime fresh within the state. And it allows us as a, as a frozen producer to have them year-round for the people when they're not fresh, just as good as fresh. Brandon Singh didn't immediately plan to work in frozen produce. For years, Brandon worked in the nonprofit and public administration arena in Lansing. It was his decision to move back north to Manistee County for family, particularly his mom. She was sick. He wanted to be close to her. His dad owned businesses in Manistee, and Brandon had to make a shift in his career, so he got involved in the community, specifically with the local school lunch program, where we got offered the opportunity to run that program, and, and we did. So we, we took it over and said, we're going to run this for two years, I mean, you know, bring it back to a point of profitability, and then turn it back over to the school, because you know, I believe that uh, you know, there's, there's nobody more invested in a child's health than the institution. Um, so we just had to kind of create that blueprint, and our blueprint was um, a locally sourced, you know, farm-focused meal pattern. Mark Coe had a long career as a photographer and owned the Photo Lab Portrait Studio in Mount Pleasant. But eventually, camera phones happened. Just being honest, uh, everybody remembers a Photo Lab store in their neighborhood, but who goes there anymore? So Mark got out of that business. Mark moved back to Manistee County, and a farmer friend asked Mark to manage his farm. It became a new career for Mark, and he loved it. And Brandon happened to be looking for a partner to source produce for a new lunch program in Farmer's Market. And that's when I really got connected with Mark, because we ran the farmer's market too and and you know june july and august when when stuff was available you know i didn't have anybody in class so we started buying it in small batches and freezing it at the school you know just for our use in the winter 
you know, my wife and I in there on, on weekends, you know, freezing blueberries. And then some other schools, you know, got interested, heard about what we were doing. They asked if they could buy, you know, product from us. And, and that's really when we, you know, when we launched it. They started providing frozen produce for other schools. They didn't have a huge expectation at first, but the demand was even smaller than their conservative assumptions. And it was kind of challenging at first because we'd get a call and they'd say, yeah, I'd like, you know, three cauliflowers delivered tomorrow. And I'd say, okay, three bushel. Uh, and they go, oh, no, three heads. <laughs> <laughs> then Brandon started talking to Mark about moving the frozen produce in a different direction, something way bigger. There was kind of a series of conversations and excitement about it and then just kind of took the leap. So uh, Mark and I were you know, talking at the farm and you know, I swung out to pick up some more stuff for the school and we just got a couple turned over five-gallon pails, you know, sitting there, you know, kind of talking about what we see as opportunity. And I was focused on more of the farm to institution side, obviously, and Mark had, had some folks on the retail side that he thought were interested. And so we contacted a um, small grocery store chain, Olson Foods. They had five stores. And I talked to Brad Olson. I said, Brad, you know, come on over and take a look at this. We had some handwritten sticky labels <laughs> that we put on some bags of fruit. And we showed them to Brad, and he goes, I love this idea. So much that he wanted to help them get it all started. You know, we were short on a little bit of equipment, and he came to the table and said, all right, I'll, you know, we'll put $20,000 in to help you guys get started. Um, and the $20,000 is important. But I think more important is, you know, this tested business in the community for years, you know, believes that in, in what we believe in, that this is possible and, and it can be done and it should be done. And then, uh, so we gave them the first, I think, year we said we'd give them exclusivity. We sold it in their five stores for the first six months or so. Yeah, on the retail side, yeah. On the retail side. Yeah, and then the next harvest season, of course, other retailers heard about it, started calling, and we started promoting a little bit. We went from uh, We went from five stores to 12 stores the first year. Went from 12 to 38 the second year. and Momentum creates this magical thing, attention. And attention from the right people brings opportunities. People in Detroit became curious about this small company up north that was freezing Michigan produce. The Eastern Market Corporation came up and toured our facility you know, several times. And they had landed a, a grant for job creation around the frozen food space. Um, and had come up and said, hey, we're, you know, we're really interested in starting a, a frozen food product line. And I remember Christine Kwan from the market was up and I was, I was so excited about it. I was like, man, that's incredible. Um, we want to be helpful. Like, who are you guys talking to? And she said, well, I'm, I'm here and I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> the Eastern Market Corporation recruited Michigan Farm to Freezer in 2017 to join its collection of local food-based businesses. They contributed $400,000 through a U.S. Department of Health and Human Services grant to entice the move. Then the second annual Quicken Loans Detroit Demo Day pitch competition happened, and Brandon decided to apply. We were in good company. We were in with the, the people from Detroit, and, and Brandon had come, and he said, well, there's 500 you know, applicants. We'll just you know, we'll go and see what happens. You know? And he go, we're narrowed down. There's only 200 uh, 200 now they've chosen. And then it was like, holy cow, we're, we're closer to the top category. And yeah, he goes, yeah. oh, my God, we got to be on stage. We're gonna it went well, like really well. Michigan Farm to Freezer ended up winning a $25,000 People's Choice grant. For them to come out and announce the People's Choice, it was just like, yeah. You know, we knew that was cool. We thought that's that's it. You know, we're, we're, we're good to walk away. And all of a sudden to win the grand prize was just phenomenal. 
The grand prize altogether with the People's Choice Grant ended up being $325,000 that was used for the renovations of a building in the Eastern Market that had sat vacant for 10 years. They updated the building, installed the freezer, and started hiring people. What about your people? The people at uh, Farm to Freezer? Tell me a little bit about the people there. Our background as kind of incubating this through a, a, a you know, workforce development training program gives us a little bit different view of, of what we're looking for in employees. And it's not so much that you've had a long career in, in food or are even currently employed. You know, we ask a few questions in the interview of where are you headed and how can we help you get there? So it's a lot of folks that are returning citizens, folks that are encountering other barriers to employment. We, you know, we've been you know, incredibly fortunate to bring together a group of people um, in Detroit that, you know, are like family. An Eastern Market, a neighborhood known worldwide for its murals, was now home to Michigan Farm to Freezer in its new mural. Well, we're in the, you know, in the strawberry building on Mac Avenue, and everybody knows immediately, you know, <laughs> where it is that we're what we're talking about. Uh-huh. Um, so that was a, a young artist named Jesse Castle, and that was you know one of yeah one of the, you know, here I am, you know, just down from Travers in a you know much smaller different community, you know, watching this young man on a on a man lift, putting this you know this strawberry up, and it was just I mean, so we we've got some shots of that, and it's just amazing at the talent that lives in this city. Um, and it's you know it's all around us and it's it's just gorgeous. And we've got the three murals on the building and and it's such an honor to be part of that development because a lot of the buildings had a lot of graffiti stuff all over them and and when these artists come in and paint a building they don't get tagged they don't get written over and it's just it's really cool to be have a three sided dimension to the art that's in the market. So in that strawberry building at Eastern Market on Mack Avenue is Michigan Farm to Freezer. In that building, they're taking all the abundance that springs from the soil all around the state and freezing it for our nourishment year-round, for school lunch programs, for our growing culture of farm-to-table restaurants, for Saturdays at Eastern Market, and for all your favorite Michigan retailers, and especially for you. When you open one of those clear Michigan Farm to Freezer bags and taste the sweetness of a peach or a blueberry, know that you're tasting something that was just picked and frozen in time from the very ground you're standing on. Now that's fresh. This episode was produced and mixed by Alex Trajano. And I'm your host, Shannon Kaysen. Original music by Sam Bobian and Andrew Bishop. Inga Co. Detroit is developed by the New Economy Initiative with support from the Knight Foundation. Please go to ingacodetroit.com to hear more about the Michigan Farm to Freezer story on video and blog and connect with the resources and practical tools to help you be more fruitful as an entrepreneur. Make sure you subscribe to In Good Co. Detroit on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a story. Thanks for listening.